Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary's 27th bonus episode! Yes, number 27. We keep getting that wrong. Let's, but let's be honest. I keep getting it wrong. I was going to say that yeah. I think from now on, you should just keep track of everything. I'm just going to keep track of the numbers. <laughs> just say the outtakes episodes, because basically Brent sees, oh, well, the last outline was 24. So this one must be 25, <laughs> even though there's the outtakes thrown in there. So I am now the official record keeper. <laughs> Weights and measures of none dare call it ordinary will fall on my shoulders nice. and I will gladly. Uh, take that responsibility on. And just a quick reminder to all of our beautiful patrons and also everyone listening to the sample version of this episode. If you head on over to nondarecalledordinary.com, you'll get access to the Discord server. And right now, because of all the protesting going on over the murder of George Floyd, we have we've changed up the website. We have some links to some places that could use your financial assistance. We have a link to Campaign Zero, which has a lot of really, I think, on the money reforms to the criminal justice system. We also have a link on there to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Thankfully, they're kind of doing really well with donations. And so if you go there, they actually send you to other places that could use your funds. So kind of any uh, funds you're going to send along, I would send it on over to them instead. Also, we uh, have another live stream coming up, so we skipped the live stream for June, but we will have our next live stream on July 3rd, and that will be 7 p.m. July 4th Eve. Oh, yes, uh, July 4th (laughs) Eve. I thought you said July 14th. (laughs) Yes, I thought you said July 14th. I got very confused. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Really thrown off. But yeah, I really don't, July, I'm not very good at dates. OK, and numbers. That's yeah, that's true. Numbers. Let's keep you away from all the numbers we can. <laughs> July 4th Eve, also known as July 3rd, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that would be, if I can recall correctly, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time or Ooh. Central. Or not no, no, not Central Mountain Standard Time, uh, which our patron Craig refers to as God's yeah. Time. God's so time, 8 p.m. Right. God's Time, according <laughs> to Craig, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, July 3rd, July 4th Eve live stream. We'll have a link on the website, on Discord and on our Patreon page. So you can see all that there then. All right. So what is it we're talking about today, Dylan? Well, today we are returning once again to our good friend Frank Dukes. And his autobiography, The Secret Man. I know a lot of people are always looking forward to this episode, and frankly, so am I. The 7,000-part series. Uh, Yes, the 7,000-part series. I'm trying to cover more of the book in a chunk. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. I am desperately trying. But yeah, this is going to be a 20-part series. So this episode will... Kind of surprisingly, uh, given what we've seen so far, be more or less chronological. We're actually more or less going in order of events instead of like jumping back and forth constantly. Very unusual. And we're going to start with Frank Dukes's martial arts training and then proceed to his first missions after becoming Bill Casey's inside guy. Bill Casey, the director of central intelligence at the time and his first introduction to the fish murders. So let's start with how Frank Dukes met his Shidoshi, as he calls him, 
Tanaka. If you've seen the movie Bloodsport, and it's on Netflix right now, so honestly, why haven't you at this point? Yeah, it's like you had to pay for it. You know, yeah, you know that Frank Dukes met his martial arts mentor after breaking into his house and trying to steal his prized (laughs) sword. It kind of, like, just part of that, not all of it, but kind of reminds me of Robert De Niro's character breaking into Jerry Lewis's character in the King of uh, King Comedy. Yeah, Pupkin. Kind yeah, of breaking pumpkin. in. Yeah, it's 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 uh, very similar uh, <laughs> and equally as disturbing. Uh, but the acting, uh, I believe Robert De Niro's acting is better. slightly better yeah, just than slightly. the uh, the child in Bloodsport who, who played uh, Frank Dukes as a young man. Where I think if you go to YouTube, this is something that Forrest sent our way. If you go to YouTube and type in worst acting ever, it's actually that scene mm-hmm. in Bloodsport. That is how bad it is. Yeah. So that is how Frank met Tanaka, except I hate to break it to y'all. That was all a lie. Mm. That was all a lie. That was fabrication because instead Dukes met Tanaka in a locker room after getting his ass kicked in a judo tournament coming in dead last. You might think that, well, Frank Dukes, for some reason, he was only 13 and he was competing against high school seniors, but You know, this didn't offer Dukes, you know, any solace. He still felt miserable after all this. Despite Dukes' poor showing, Tanaka clearly saw something in the middle schooler, enough to creep on him in a locker room. (laughs) Jesus. Dukes suspected that he was either a, quote, weirdo or else trying to sell him something. Instead, Tanaka asked Dukes if he was interested in training with Tanaka's nephews, who needed some honest competition, as Tanaka put it. Hmm. The only cost would be helping Tanaka with his gardening. Uh, like bonsai trees, so like Karate Kid, basically. Yeah, this is uh, like Karate Kid. I'm not sure when Karate Kid came out. I wonder if it was before uh, this, this book, book yeah. was released, which might be a problem yeah. for the respectability and um, authoritative nature <laughs> of this biography. Training started with meditation and breathing exercises, which began to wear on Dukes, and he said this. I sat there calling myself a fool for getting up before dawn to engage in this ridiculous exercise. How could one defend oneself with breathing and meditation? How could I right the wrongs of the world sitting here with my eyes closed? Perhaps this old man knew nothing about martial arts at all. Perhaps. But despite his reservations, Dukes had to admit that Tanaka could seemingly read his mind. He sat behind me and slapped the top of my left shoulder with a long, flat stick each time thoughts intruded on my mind. The goal, he told me, was never to feel the stick. Who gives a shit about feeling the stick? Can we please get back to the fact that Tanaka can you know, read people's minds? That's fucking amazing. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. I would I would have personally liked for him to dwell on that yeah. a little bit more. But, you know, yeah, it's all about the stick and not feeling the stick. Soon, training consumed every moment of Dukes's life. He even resorted to tightening his abs in class and in his dad's car, and he carried around a ball of wax to squeeze and strengthen his arm muscles. Okay, so closing your eyes, tightening your ab muscles, squeezing a wax ball. This training is top notch so far. Soon we'll have him, you know, fastest uh, doing the setting records for the fastest punch and kick and all the other things he lies about doing. He is on his way to doing all that. All it took was... A wax ball, apparently. That was a a big part of all that. But training wasn't all wax and ab workouts in a Buick. After two years of martial arts devotion, Dukes had no time for a normal teenage social life, 
which he expressed in a surprisingly self-deprecating way. There was no time left for girls, even if some did prove interested in me, which had not yet been the case. <laughs> it's just too bad, you know, he couldn't get a girlfriend at this time because he could possibly get some consensual butt squeezing exercises um, oh, in place of that uh, wax ball. Yes, that might be. A little more, might uh, be yeah, he, I mean, you know. <laughs> and something that he would probably be into. Yeah. You know for a fact he would he would be tightening the abs <laughs> in any kind of uh, you know intimate moment with a young woman at this time a hundred percent abs would have been tightened absolutely to the max. He also suffered from asthma attacks owing to an especially brutal and humid summer. Tanaka tried to cheer up his young protege with stories of other asthmatics who went on to do great things, including LGBT hero himself Che Guevara. Uh -huh. And Ushiba Morhe, who supposedly developed Aikido to allow him to defend himself without triggering an asthma attack. And for the record, this does not appear to be why he developed Aikido. You know, I did find some sources that indicated he had students with asthma and other health conditions that were apparently helped via Aikido. But hey, do your own research. <laughs> I am not an expert on the origins of Aikido. I just want to tell you what I found. And it's after overcoming these difficulties, the asthma, the not getting laid, that Dukes opts for perhaps the most jarring transition in The Secret Man yet. Quote, from that moment, I began to formulate my own personal guidelines for developing techniques that possessed efficiency and velocity. Each strike designed either to immobilize or to kill an opponent quickly. I always assume my hypothetical opponents to be armed. Thus, I was prepared for the challenge and not subject to surprise. And keep in mind that Dukes is 15 <laughs> at this point. So very young to be thinking along these lines. Well, you know, just like Michael Jordan had those commercials in the 90s, I think. Um, we just saw the last dance was on. They showed this. Uh, Mars Blackman would say, it's got to be the shoes after he dunked. Ah, yes. I think yes. Uh, Dukes needs his own commercials where he kills someone in record time and says... It's got to be the wax ball. It's got to be. So, That's what did it. Be. The wax ball. But by the time Dukes turned 21, he did find some opportunities to have fun and not worry so much about murdering those around him. Oh, That's good. For example, he began performing public demonstrations of all these abilities <laughs> that he had been developing. I'd split a lit candle wick the size of a fly. The candle held tightly in my assistant's hand. I was not the first to perform the technique but I was the first to turn my back on the candle and then lunge from 10 feet away to extinguish the flame before a dropped coin could hit the floor. Okay. <laughs> Where was this on blood So sport? this is two sentences, right? This is two sentences and they provoke a lot of questions. for listening to this bonus episode sample if you would like to hear the rest of the episode along with all our weekly bonus episodes become a five dollar a month patron over at patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary that is also where you'll find any blog posts pictures and news updates to go along with our regular series you can also send us an email at none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com Lastly, we ask for you to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are served.